Good morning, friendship family and friends. As a tribute to Black History Month, a presentation of little-known African Americans will be presented every Sunday of this month. This month, I would like to introduce Bass Reeves, Black Hero Marshall. Born to slaves in 1838 in Crawford County, Arkansas, Bass Reeves would become the first Black U.S. Deputy Marshal west of the Mississippi River and one of the greatest frontier heroes in our nation's history. Owned by a man named William Reeves, a farmer and politician, Bass took the surname of his owner, like other slaves at that time. His first name came from his grandfather, Bass Washington, and he spelled his name with the E on the end. Working alongside his parents, Bass Reeves started out as a water boy until he was old enough to become a field hand. In about 1846, William Reeves, which was his owner, moved his family and his slaves to Grayson County, Texas. Bass was a tall man at six foot two inches with good manners and a sense of humor. When the Civil War broke out, Texas sided with the Confederacy and George Reeves, which was William's son, went into battle and he took Bass with him. During these years of the Civil War, Bass Reeves parted company from Reeves and fled to Indian Territory in Oklahoma, where he took refuge with the Seminole, the Cherokee, and the Creek Indians, learning their customs, their languages, and their tracking skills. Here, he also perfected his firearm skills, becoming very quick and accurate with a pistol. Freed by the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, and no longer a fugitive, Reeves left Indian Territory and bought land near Van Buren, Arkansas, where he became a successful farmer and a rancher. A year later, he married Nellie Jenny from Texas and immediately began to have a family, raising 10 children, five girls, and five boys. They lived happily on their farm. During this time, history states that Reeves sometimes served as a scout and a guide for the U.S. Deputy Marshals, going into Indian Territory on business for the federal court, which had jurisdiction over the Indian Territory. Reeves' life as a continent farmer would change when he was recruited as a U.S. Deputy to bring law to the extremely lawless Indian Territory, where thieves, murderers, and anyone else wishing to hide from the law, they took refuge there. Bass Reeves had significant knowledge of the area, as well as the ability to speak several tribal languages. Working as a lawman, Reeves began to ride the Oklahoma Range in search of outlaws, covering some 75,000 square miles. Though Reeves could not read or write, it did not curb his effectiveness in bringing back criminals. Before he headed out, he would have someone read him the warrants and memorize the contents which the warrants 
had, and he would know which warrant went for which person. So when he was asked to reduce the warrants, he never failed to choose the correct warrant. An imposing figure, always riding on a large white stallion, Reeves began to earn a reputation for his courage and success at bringing in or killing many desperados in the territory, always wearing a large hat. Reeves was a spiffy dresser with his boots polished. He was known for his politeness and his courteous manner. However, when the purpose served him, he was a master of disguises and often utilized aliases, sometimes appearing as a cowboy, a farmer, a gunslinger, or an outlaw. He always wore <clears throat> two coat pistols, butt forward for a fast draw. Ambidextrous, he never missed his mark. The tales of his captures are legendary, filled with intrigue, imagination, and courage. In 1896, Reeves' wife died, and the next year he was transferred to the Muskegee Federal Court in Indian Territory. In 1900, he married for the second time to a woman named Winnie Sumter. Though the tales of Reeves' heroics are many and varied, <clears throat> the toughest manhood for the lawman was that of hunting down his own son. His own son, Benny, had been charged with murder after killing his wife in a jealous rage. Two weeks later, Reeves returned to Muskegee with his son in tow and turned him over to the marshal. His son was tried, convicted to life in prison, and sent to Kansas Leavenworth Penitentiary. Later, with a citizen's petition and an exemplary prison record, Benny Reeves was pardoned and lived the rest of his life as a model citizen. In 1907, law enforcement was assumed and taken over by state agencies, and Reeves' duty as a deputy marshal came to an end. Next, Bass took a job as a patrolman with the Muskegee, Oklahoma Police Department. During the two years that he served in this capacity, there were reportedly no crimes on his beat. Reeves' diagnosis with Bright's disease finally ended his career where he took to his sick bed in 1909. He died on January 12, 1910, and he was buried in the Union Agency Cemetery at Muskegee. But the exact location is unknown. The lengthy and glowing obituary for this universally respected man described him as absolutely fearless and knowing no master but duty. Over the 35 years that Bass Reeves served as a deputy United States Marshal, he earned his place in history by being one of the most effective lawmen in Indian Territory, bringing in more than 3,000 outlaws and helping to tame the lawless territory, killing some 14 men during his service. Reeves always said that he never shot a man when it was not necessary for him to do so 
in the discharge of his duty to save his own life. Many argue that there is evidence that Bass Reeves was the basis of the the later television series, The Lone Ranger, with several key similarities between the character and the real legend. Thus, I introduce to you Bass Reeves, a black hero marshal. <laughs> 